All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of Midwest Madness, your true crime cult conspiracy encrypted podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Danielle. And number three. Yeah, baby. We are officially (laughs) over halfway. Yes. We're cruising. (laughs) It's hard to record four in one day. It is. It's a lot. It is. Um, Good thing we like each other. Yeah. (laughs) But as soon as we're done. I'm leaving. You're leaving. <laughs> Immediately so I after. Can get in the bathtub and actually I haven't eaten yet today. So oh, maybe I'll eat. You should probably do that. Anyway. Besides have a salad because you can't taste it. <laughs> yeah, that's what everyone's saying. Um Danielle talked about Illinois last week. We're yes. still in our spooky episodes. So spooky. I'm gonna be talking about um the state straight to our east wisconsin Ooh. which i was kind of surprised none of we hadn't done that yeah that, that is surprising and this one i'm gonna do like i said a little differently than the missouri one just because i wanted to change it up a little bit yeah you know talk about more places so yeah. each place is gonna have a lot less information that's but fine that's okay yep i'm here for it um all right so we are going to start with the fister hotel in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This sounds familiar too. The Fister Hotel is one of the biggest and fanciest hotels in downtown Milwaukee, and it's over 130 years old. The Fister Hotel was built and opened in 1893, and it was known as the Grand Hotel of the West. Is that where Teddy Roosevelt was shot? I have no idea. Or not Teddy. Was it Teddy? No. Franklin? I don't know. It was decorated with gold trim and gold chandeliers, and it is um, very pretty. It has, It is also listed on the National Register of Historic Places. Um, the hotel has hosted every U.S. president since William McKinley. Elvis stayed there in 1977, just cool. four months before he died. Do you think Elvis is really dead? Yes. Okay. Some people don't. I know. And almost every... Um, Major League Baseball team that visit Milwaukee visits Milwaukee stays at the Fister Hotel. Now, the legend of the hauntings at this hotel go all the way back to its beginnings. Ooh. There was an extremely old article about how a log cabin was built on the land that the hotel now sits on, and it was believed that when the log cabin was built, they found a burial ground. So that legend has followed the hotel um, that it was built on some sort of burial ground okay uh there's also one ghost who people call the fister ghost and they say that the fister ghost is none other than the hotel builder slash owner charles fister um most of our ghost stories here come from some pretty famous people um so we're first going to talk about rangers infielder michael's young story so i think i I, I want to say I've seen or heard something about this place because this sounds really familiar. Seems like a place Tommy needs to go. Yes. <laughs> um, and I will come with. Michael because, yeah. claims that when he was staying there in the middle of the night, he was woken up by someone stomping around the room. He said at that point he was wide awake, so he yelled, Hey, make yourself at home, hang out, have a seat, but don't wake me up, okay? And then the rest of the night he didn't hear a thing. Oh. That's kind of sweet of him to be like, hey, it's cool that you're in here. Yeah. 
but I need my sleep. But I have a game to play tomorrow, so. Just watch. They're like diehard Milwaukee fans, and that's why they keep waking. We'll get there. <laughs> okay. Another Major League Baseball player, Cardinals pitcher Carlos Martinez, claimed that in the middle of the night, the Fister Ghost had touched him the next day at the game. He played terribly and, of course, blamed it on the ghost, <laughs> which started the rumor that the Fister Ghost wants the home team to win. That's amazing. I um, support another player bryce harper claimed that before he went to bed one night he laid his clothes on a table and when he woke up the clothes were on the floor and the table was on the opposite side of the room oh my god that would scare the shit out of me yeah um another player carlos gomez claimed when he got out of the shower one night his ipod was playing static so he picked it up to see what was going on with it and then it all of a sudden changed to um playing a song and then I guess he like literally ran down to the front desk in his like towel and was like, I need to not be, I can't go back there. <laughs> I hate that for him. Oh. Because oh. like an iPod does not just play static. static. I know. Like I could see that with a, an iPhone now. Like you end up on like iHeartRadio and it's just static or something, you know, something, something like that. Yeah. But like an iPod. Right. Other players have reported hearing footsteps, voices, apparitions, and even feeling the feeling of someone crawling into bed and giving them a hug, which I do not like. Um, what I'm hearing is that the Wild need to get a ghost yeah. so that we can win the Stanley Cup. Oh, I'm sure the St. Paul Hotel's haunted. You're probably right. But I don't know if that's where a player... I don't know uh, how often like teams actually stay overnight these days. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know um still we need a ghost (laughs) (laughs) uh the last story i want to talk about from the frister hotel before we move on is in the summer of 2021 megan the stallion and her people stayed at the hotel while she was performing at Summerfest, and she had her own encounter with the ghost she posted a five minute video of ghost hunting on twitter claiming someone was moving her things around and she had heard footsteps creepy noises slash voices please tell me you watched this banging on headboards and doors yeah the video wasn't like anything too crazy oh okay. i think they were kind of just trying to have some fun and more like seemed like but. okay also conjuring kesha on discovery plus really fascinating um, i love her cool so Fister hotel it seems like literally the saint paul hotel of milwaukee yeah, that's kind of what it sounds like so which the saint paul hotel is gorgeous kind of cool but um no this one of course i put my sources in the, like the ends in, in the middles so this is uh com and mlb.com i love that it's mlb.com like literally there <laughs> yeah that's I know. amazing i know like, I guess the players are like, why are, do you keep putting us in this hotel? Like, we don't want to stay here. They're like, because we want Milwaukee to win. Yeah. <laughs> um, my next one is the Grand Opry House, which is located in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Oshkosh, bagosh. Um, This opera house, like I said, is located in downtown Oshkosh and was built in 1883 and has been delighting people with performances ever since. Most people know for a fact, though, that the Opera House has more than one phantom roaming the halls. Haha, <laughs> get it? <laughs> it was so bad. The, I loved it. <laughs> the most famous, though, has to be the ghost of people believe 
um, to be former stage manager Percy Keene. He's often seen around the balcony seats, which again, I feel like is such a common thing in like theaters. And yeah, I was just going like, to say, I literally, the balcony. yeah, I literally, that's where um, Elvira's seat is, is yeah. the balcony. So they also report hearing his footsteps, voices and props being moved around the opera house. There is also a story of a phantom dog who is seen running around. Oh, stop it. That's so cute. Dog looks so real that actors have often been ordered to move the dog from the stage. But of course, when they go to do so, there is no dog to be found. That is the cutest shit I've ever heard in my life. And the that's last, what I want to be haunted, haunted by. Yeah. It's a sweet dog. And the last thing that I want to talk about with the Opera House is that there is often a strange orange mist that will show up on center stage with no explanation. Um, that's really like the weird one to me. Yeah, Hard thing to weird. like fabricate. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's very distinctive. Interesting. It's not like, oh, we see like a silt, like a gray mist. It's like, it's orange. Yeah. Orange is a weird, I wonder if that means, any, I'm going to Google that if it means anything, if it's an orange mist. Um, so my source for that one is only in your state. Love that. Next, we're going to talk about Nelson's Hall and Bitters Club, which is located in Washington Island, Wisconsin. That sounds like it's in the north. This famous bar in Door County, Wisconsin, was built in 1899 by Danish immigrant Thomas Nelson. You might wonder why this place is called the Bitters Club. Yes. Well, that answer lies in the Prohibition era. Which, I love this story. So Okay, I'm super excited. Thomas Nelson was not about to close his doors during the Prohibition. So what did he do? He applied and was granted a pharmacist license to dispense bitters as a stomach tonic for medical purposes. Genius. Now, bitters was 90 proof. So it's safe to say that the bitters wasn't just served for stomach tonic. Okay, pause not, real quick. Not to interrupt, but this is so crazy. So I googled, "What does orange mist mean spiritually?" And it says, "Orange aura, or overall, an orange aura represents creativity and intense energy." Huh. So how appropriate for uh, opera house. A, an opera house? Very okay, sorry. Interesting. Sorry. Back to your cool story. Um. So because of this, he was able to keep his doors open during Prohibition, That's and genius. it is the longest-running tavern in the state of Wisconsin. That is genius. Yeah. Um. To this day, the Nelson Hall and Bitters Club is still serving shots of bitters, which is gross. But <laughs> you you've had it. Um. You can use bitters to get rid of like the hiccups. So like, you know, when you drink a lot and you get the hiccups, yeah. bartenders will put like bitters on a lemon and then have you bite it. Okay. I have had that before. It is not a great. It's, it's not, not pleasant. Good. No, it's <laughs> gross. Um, So you can like go there and you can become part of the bitters club. Like you can take a shot of bitters and they'll give you like a certificate and Cute. stuff. So it's kind of cool. How far is this from us? It's in Door County, which is like a very popular summer destination. Hmm. So um, now a bar slash tavern this old obviously has some haunting surrounding it. It is said that after Thomas Nelson died, he stuck around doors. I mean, center. wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> doors that are supposed to be shut are often found open footsteps can be heard on stairs when no one is there and overall all the owner of the bar <laughs> sorry i wrote this last night and you know i'm not feeling well so yeah your brain's still low. <laughs> owner of the bar states that they just feel like thomas is energy is sticking around and letting them know that they are doing a good job 
Oh. Um, Nelson was also known to be sort of a ladies' man, and women often state that they feel a cool, br- cool breeze on the back of their necks, or they feel like someone is following them to the women's restroom. No thanks. Yeah, don't love that. Others have reported seeing the apparition of an elderly woman wearing a white dress near the back of the hall, or again near the ladies room and for the record when emily made that fart noise with her mouth she also gave a thumbs down which was very funny (laughs) um so my sources for that one were doorcountypulse.com postcrescent.com and that's it um okay so number four we're going to be talking about riverside cemetery which is located in appleton wisconsin i've been there have you yeah i had a friend from high school move there so I went and visited. For You've been to Appleton. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. The cemetery. not the cemetery. Sorry. Now, the cemetery located in Appleton is pretty much famously haunted for one specific reason or person, I should say. And that person is someone named Kate Blood. Kate Blood died way back in 1874. And she has been said to have been not only an axe murderer, but a witch as well damn her off the beaten path tombstone is one of the most visited in the cemetery and has been included in books and online postings about the cemetery for ages i love her it is said that her apparition can be seen near her tombstone and on a full moon if you visit her grave you may even see blood oozing from it no apparently um there are also reports of people seeing a hooded figure running around the cemetery who disappears and thin into thin air and many believe this could also be Kate Blood. But the truth about Kate Blood is that she died at the young age of 23 of tuberculosis. And she left behind a husband and a two-year-old daughter. Mm. She was known to be known to have lived her life for others. So why is her death? Why in death did she get this crazy lore? Many believe it's because of her last name. Yeah, that makes sense. So they literally just think it's because her last name's Blood. and then it- Although... To be accused of being a witch is pretty baller. Yeah, I don't know where that came from, but I, when I die, am I want you to tell everyone that I was a witch, please? Okay. How about on your tombstone that we we just put like yes, was a witch. witch. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Even better. Um, my source for that one was postcrescent.com again. Next, we're gonna move on to the Clark County Asylum, which is located in Owen, Wisconsin. This asylum is located on 1,065 acres of land, um, and it is wow earned its name as one of the most haunted places in Wisconsin. It was built in 1920 and was used to house patients with mental health illnesses. In its peak, it housed more than 300 patients. Now, unfortunately, this place was not a good place. Um, patients there were subject to electroshock therapy. <sighs> submersion in ice water and bloodletting oh my god that all sounds terrible bloodletting i didn't know what it was so i looked it up oh yeah it's not good um it's the practice of draining someone's blood for therapeutic purposes Mm -hmm. um they used to do that to like royalty way back in the day why like i think they did it actually even to george washington right before he died so they they used leeches because they thought some you know they thought that that would pull out the illness huh it doesn't yeah um many patients died due to these practices yeah it is said that patients there actually killed one of the staff members during an uprising at the asylum as well as one staff member even died by suicide at the asylum visitors to the asylum have reported seeing apparitions of ghosts uh, noises and sounds and disembodied voices it is even said 
that the creator of American Horror Story Asylum has taken inspiration for the show from the Clark County Asylum. Damn. So, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, my sources for that one were northwoodsnews.com and ahauntedplace.com. Next, we are going to talk about... I think I'm, like, whipping through these. <laughs> this might be a short one. I'm sorry. Um, we can make it longer. <laughs> the Marybelle <laughs> Caves Hotel... Ooh. which is mo- located in, in Marybelle, Wisconsin. The Marybelle Caves Hotel is located in northeast Wisconsin. And it oh, has... so the opposite side of the state from us. Yeah. Dang it. Um, it has another name, um, and it's called Hotel Hell. Oh, damn. The three- I mean, thank God now, now that it's on the other side. <laughs> The three-story hotel was built in the nineteen in nineteen hundred and served as a resort and spa for the rich and famous. But the hotel had a notorious reputation for starting on fire, and the causes of the fires were never discovered. What? So much so that it was destroyed and paranormal activity ramped up. It's because of all the fires that the hotel got its association with hell. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. It was said that visitors to the now abandoned property have seen dark shadows walking right in front of them and voices leading them into rooms, then disappearing and like going silent. That would be so annoying. Would it? (laughs) Well, yeah, because you like you're okay. You want to experience this, right? We're going to pretend. Just pretend. Okay. I know you don't want to experience it, but you're like, oh my God, I hear a voice. So then you follow this voice. You're walking down the hallway. You keep, you're getting excited because you're like, oh my God, maybe it's actually just a person and okay, cool. This is incredible. You turn the corner and then it just goes silent and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Where did it go? I guess. It'd be so frustrating. Um, other visitors have reported seeing the ghost of a child on the second floor it is also said that if you visit the property at night, you can see a portal to hell opening up in the wall. And if you bring a book to the property, it'll eventually burst into flames. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. There are also reports of witches meeting on the property to perform spells and people seeing um, floated, floating objects. The hotel was mostly destroyed in a windstorm in 2013, and it's located on private property. The owner of the property asked that no one visits Hotel Hell because it is not safe for visitors. It is literally just like a, like, um, when I post pictures, you'll see, but it's pretty much like a stone build, like like a frame, like, like ruins basically it's it's yeah see and i can understand someone being like please don't go there it's not safe for that reason but like when they're like please don't go there yeah like and they don't they're just doing it because they don't believe or they're just irritated like that well i think seems so petty to me but this makes sense that is a good reason but not not only that but if it's located on private property and people come out there and someone gets hurt then it's on your property you're liable for that yeah totally i can see kind of both sides Uh, of it and like i said the 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 fact that it's not safe that is fine to me but when people just don't give a reason they're like just don't come here well i'm saying rude about it reason and it's located that could be the reason i suppose and i'm not saying just for this one i'm just just play like devil's advocate on the other side like I'm sure people just don't want anyone getting hurt in any situation, even if it is safe for it. Like someone, you know, it's dark at night. And yeah. 
whatever so if you owned a haunted place though like let's say you own an asylum <laughs> would you set it up to do tours yeah i would too i think that'd be just like the smart thing to do yeah and then also not even from like the haunted aspect but like from the historical aspect there's so much history there that we shouldn't forget you know yeah um they do say that you can see the hotel from like there's a park that runs uh, right alongside it so if you did like want to go like look at it from a safe distance you can do that just they don't they ask that you don't go on the private property so that's fair uh, my sources for this one are wearegreenbay.com and only in your state again love only in your state they're the best i think i have a couple more but um next we're gonna bar- talk about shakers cigar bar Ooh. in milwaukee wisconsin were you thirsty when you're doing this one this is like your second or third <laughs> bar isn't it <laughs> the building that this cigar bar is located in was built in 1894 and it was originally a brewery during prohibition it had some pretty famous owners and that was the capone brothers al Ooh. frank and ralph capone owned no way this bar that's um, so cool during this time it operated as a speakeasy and there was a brothel on the top two floors one thing i like about this place though is that it actually embraces its haunted label i like that too i think that's so cool so if you drive by at night it's all lit up in purple lighting oh fun and there are even neon ghosts in the windows and there's a big neon ghost on the roof oh my god yeah i love it in the basement you can see where capone had secret meetings um, and there's also a storage room down there that has always given off bad vibes. One night, a worker was down there grabbing napkins when all of a sudden it sounded like someone was shaking the door from the other side trying to get out. I hate that. So eventually, the staff kept it closed and moved something in front of it so it couldn't be opened. Um, over time, a crack showed up in the middle of the door. And the lock was broken, making it look like someone was trying to push the door open from the other side. Holy shit. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> there has also been two sets of remains found in the basement, but unfortunately, the remains were too old, um, so they were unable to link them to any open cases in the walls, you may ask. Oh, a mass God. of charred bones of a young girl over 70 year old, years old were found. This was said to be Molly, the top girl working at the brothel, when just at, at age 18, she was murdered, disembodied, and burned in the room in her room's fireplace. Most of the hauntings take place on the main level, though. Guests report seeing the ghost of an 8-year-old girl they call Elizabeth. People hear a little girl's voice. The faucet in the restroom will turn on and off, and she will open and close one specific stall door. Other hauntings include voices, cold spots, apparitions, and footsteps. And if you're brave enough, you can spend the night on the third in the third floor penthouse. The other thing that makes this bar unique is um, you're more than welcome to take a ghost tour That's while so you're cool. visiting. So they really embrace the i love that yeah i would too i don't i don't get the whole like and it's not haunted like i don't i don't get it um spectrumnews1.com only in your state again and shaker cigar bar oh sorry i forgot you hadn't done your sources yet if like i said if i owned a haunted place like make money off of that shit are you kidding me yeah 
Um, the last place I'm going to talk about is the Dartford Cemetery in Green Lake, Wisconsin. Um, it's obviously located in Green Lake. The what? cemetery is home to many children who died of diseases back in the day, as well as a chief Heinacher, who is a na- the Native American chief um, in the area at, back in the day, um, who unfortunately drowned while trying to walk across the Fox River. He is often seen wandering the grounds in full tribal. Wow. Like, dress. Dress. Yeah, that's the right word. Um, Chief Heinacher's grave is marked with a rock from the river where he drowned, as well as a carving of his image. It's kind of a creepy looking grave, if I'm being honest. There are also sightings of ghost children, voices, and the sound of scratching on tombstones. Ooh, I don't love that. Um, there's also a rumor that if you sit on top of a particular mausoleum, that the ghosts of whoever it is will push you off. And That's it, fair, though. Yeah. It is also said that there are some Civil War soldiers who are buried at the cemetery, and you can see um, them marching across the grounds at night, which I would not want to see. I don't know. Do you think Gettysburg is haunted? Oh, Gettysburg is hella haunted. Yeah, for sure. I have some really good episodes to send you on Discovery Plus. I'll find them. I feel like I've seen Ghost Hunters, they literally, you see, Emily, you fucking see something. And, like, I'm not saying that it's all real, but, like, you fucking see something. Yeah. Um, My two sources for that one are WisconsinFrights.com and WBBA.org. And that is all I have. I'm going to guess which one you would go to. There's two of them. Both bars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really think the Nelson's Bitters Club. I want to go to that one. I think that's so cool. I think it'd be so fun. And I would do the shot of bitters. I would I'd do the shot of bitters. on my shoes after. Yeah, I would do it but just I, to join the club. I think that's cool. And then the Shaker Cigar Bar. It is still a cigar bar, so it's the only one of the only places you can still smoke inside. Um, Interesting. So it probably, I mean, it probably smells really bad. It's, yeah, you're gonna get a my headache, my poor asthmatic self would probably not love it. But you know what? I can wear a mask. It's fine. Yeah, but it's it looks like a really cool place to visit and a really <sighs> fun place to visit. So, plus like Let's to be it. in a place that like Al Capone literally own yeah like did business at that's crazy so i'm in let's go that is my episode on wisconsin again i feel like we could literally like double up on states if we ever needed to just because there's so much yeah so many different places you can talk about but that um, was really cool i can't believe neither of us did wisconsin last year that's crazy i know wow that was really cool that's i'm yeah, those two the two bars sound really interesting. I'd love to go. We'll have to grab Tom. And, Make a trip. And go. You guys can stay at the Fister <laughs> and I will get a I I wanna text him and see if he has stayed at the Fister because I'd be surprised if he hadn't. Like a place he would go. Yeah. Is it P F P F I S T E R? P F Um so socials are mw madness podcast yeah on instagram and gmail and midwest po- madness podcast the group good Facebook. job um foggy brain screw that yeah uh other than that i think we can end that one here so all right 
we will talk to you guys next Tuesday. All right. Bye.